You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Penn State team doctor Wayne Sebastianelli gives a troubling take on COVID-19, then walks it back. There's still no news on a potential start date to the Big Ten football season. James Franklin stumps for the NCAA to allow more practice time for teams on the sideline. And the Lions land in the top three schools for four-star class of 2022 defensive end Ken Talley. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll break down those headlines coming up on the Penn State Update. Penn State team Dr. Wayne Sebastianelli released some jarring numbers related to the Big Ten's concerns over playing football this fall. In a board of directors meeting at State College Area High School, Sebastianelli said around 30 to 35% of athletes who test positive for COVID also appear to have a heart condition known as myocarditis. This was according to a report from the Center Daily Times, which quickly went national on Thursday. Sebastianelli did not make clear at that time how many athletes were MRI'd, and he later walked back his assertion. Penn State issued a statement saying that Dr. Sebastianelli wanted to clarify his statement. The explanation at that point was that he had a discussion with board members at State College High and repeated numbers that were given to him verbally. When he referenced those numbers, it was meant to highlight the potential challenges and the potential long-term issues of playing through the COVID-19 pandemic. But the message quickly got away from Sebastianelli and became a big national story on Thursday. By the end of the day, Sebastianelli was waving the white flag and apologizing for the confusion created when he referenced a yet-to-be-published study. In other words, it was just another day in the life of college football in a global pandemic. Penn State Athletic Director Sandy Barber joined football coach James Franklin on the Penn State Coaches Show on Thursday night. The topics she tackled were familiar when it came to the push to get Big Ten teams back on the field. But Barber and Franklin also were in front of the microphone at the end of another confusing day that started with an ominous claim made by team doctor Wayne Sebastianelli. Penn State responded to Sebastianelli's statement that 30-35% to of COVID-positive athletes also showed signs of myocarditis. But Barbara turned her attention to some other good news that could potentially accelerate the Big Ten's return. Those conversations are ongoing, but they got a jolt of new life last week with the tentative approval of a rapid COVID test that costs $5 and returns a verdict in 15 minutes. Barbara said that was good news for Big Ten fans clamoring for their teams to get back on the field, And for Penn State, Barber said the focus now is on finding a path toward getting those tests in bulk. So while there are no formal announcements about the future of Big Ten football on Thursday, the testing development offers hope that the league can make a decision soon and bring football back. Penn State coach James Franklin made a public appearance on his Thursday radio show, which is now due to run weekly through the fall. He spoke of the pain he felt watching Central Arkansas and Austin Peay kick off the college football season last week. 
and he spent quite a bit of time talking about practice, training camp, and his hopeful start to the season. The Big Ten opted to postpone the start of the football season and is still working to find new dates to return. The early suggestion was that January was at the heart of that conversation. Then a group of the league's coaches threw out the idea of starting Thanksgiving weekend. And then just this week, Dan Patrick reported that an opener as early as October 10th could be on the table. According to Franklin, that might be pushing it with his estimation that players will need four to six weeks to prepare for the season. In the meantime, the NCAA has limited schools to 12 hours of practice time each week. Franklin said there have been immense challenges to practice with social distancing now, and he made the case for more like 20 hours to get the team's work in. All the while, he remains hopeful that those limits soon go out the window and his team can get back to playing real games. As drama unfolded off the field for Penn State and Big Ten football programs on Thursday, the Lions could be setting up for a piece of very good news on the recruiting front. The Lions were mentioned among the top three schools for Ken Talley, who's a four-star defensive end from Northeast High School in Philadelphia. Talley is a standout defender in the 2022 class. He's the number 11 weak side defensive end and number 165 player overall in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. Talley is also the number seven player in Pennsylvania, and he's a former pupil of Dion Barnes, who is now a member of James Franklin's coaching staff at Penn State. Talley is listed at six foot three and 230 pounds, and he's being billed as a heavy Penn State lean. Talley is due to announce his college decision on September 8th and could become the fifth member of a 2022 class that currently ranks among the nation's best. Talley would be the first Pens to commit on the defensive side of the ball, joining wide receiver Caden Saunders, tight ends Jerry Cross and Holden Stays, and quarterback Bo Perbola. Talley also included Tennessee and Arizona State as the other two schools he's still considering. Thanks for tuning in to the Penn State Update Daily News Briefing. It's available right here on Penn Live. It's also on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it. And get all the latest from us at PennLive.com slash PennStateFootball. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from PennLive signing off until the next Penn State Update.